Marcus Smart returns to Boston. Boston Celtics demolish a basically anonymous Memphis Grizzlies team. Jason Tatum was awesome. We're going to talk about it all right now on a Locked On Celtics podcast here from TD Garden. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O.B. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finish. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast, right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day, and I got you covered every day with a free, fresh podcast that drops directly to your device when you subscribe. Become an everydayer, subscribe, get this podcast, and join me Monday through Fridays, plus bonus podcasts when they play on the weekends. I'm John Corrales. I used to play a long time ago, and very, oops, I'm not part of the NBA belt anymore. I got to drop that graphic. But I'm John Corrales anyway. That's still the same. And uh, now I'm covering the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. Shout out to everybody who uh, came out and said hi to me. In fact, let me see. I've got a special shout out here for a couple of very young fans, Grace and Bryson. They're both very young, and they are learning to become hardcore Celtics fans. So I encourage all parents to indoctrinate your children early and become Celtics fans at a very, very young age. It's it's a wonderful experience. Uh, today, I am talking about the Boston Celtics, <laughs> 131 to 91 win over the Memphis Grizzlies. Later on, I'll talk about Marcus Smart. I'm going to save that part for last. So if you want to skip ahead to just the Marcus Smart stuff, go ahead. Uh, I'll talk about this game in the first two segments. And, you know, even though the game was a little bit of an afterthought today's show is brought to you by linkedin linkedin jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown nba that's linkedin.com slash lockdown nba to post your job for free terms and conditions apply so here i am by the way if you're watching on youtube i'm way up on the ninth floor of the td garden because you can see over my right shoulder on the youtube page and you might hear on the audio banging in the background of the bull gang changing the floor over to hockey for a bean pot. And uh, the Celtics will be back here on Wednesday to play the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, this game was kind of a casual blowout. They came out strong. They, they let the lead get down. It was like 11 early and they got it down to two, but then it got up to 20 at the half. So not really too worried about them getting it down to two. It was a little bit of lax. I think they got a little too cute in this in the second quarter. But generally speaking, this is uh, the big picture from a basketball perspective. Just a nice bounce back win. Very simple. Uh, when you win by 40 uh, and you don't have to put that much of an effort into winning by 40, uh, that that's good. It's uh, Celtics have two days off before this. They kind of have a very casual game here. And then they had two days off after this. Jalen Brown didn't play which, by the way, I think was a great decision. And I'll, let me just touch on that because it's more important than anything that's happened on the floor. Jalen Brown missing this game, I thought, was uh, a very necessary day off. Like He's been talking about 
the grind of this season. He's been bringing up the grind of this season for weeks. And in recent uh, media availabilities, Jalen has said, like, even like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, impacting everybody, even me. It's something to that effect. And I just felt like after, especially after that Lakers game where he just looked bad, I thought a, a day off, this was a perfect time for him to get a day off because he only misses one game. Whatever nagging things he might have going on, whatever just, you know, the grind of the season, this is a great time to give a star player a day off. To give it now, again, with two days off, one game and two days off, you get five days to just kind of get away from an NBA game. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Jason Tatum doesn't get uh, a little bit of a break against Atlanta. Like, I don't, they might come up with uh, an ankle or something for him. Or they, They've been – they have uh, their, their stock kind of go-tos with these guys. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if Tatum gets – the two days off for practice, a game off against Atlanta, and then the day off after that. Because Atlanta, they should be able to handle the Atlanta Hawks without Jason Tatum. This is a great chance for getting the two guys who are going to the All-Star game, so they're missing out on a bit of their break. Get them a little bit of a break now while only missing one game. Uh, I think that's a smart, smart play from the Celtics. Uh, Jalen can get a couple more games under his belt, so he's not going to get rusty before the All-Star game. All-Star is obviously not heavy lifting. And then he gets a little bit of a break on the other side of it. So uh, I think there's, the Celtics are playing this very, very smartly. But this game essentially was kind of, you know, I don't want to say a day off because, uh, you know, Tatum still played 30, almost 31 minutes uh, and, you know, had a great game. And for a while, it seemed like he had to, like, he had to have the game that he had because, you know, as as bad as the Grizzlies are, and and look, let, let me give the Grizzlies a little bit of credit here. They're bad, right? They're Right now, they're bad. But they played this game with two of their 15 players under NBA contracts on the floor. So they have 15 players on standard NBA contracts Two of them played in this game. Three guys on 10 days, emergency 10-day contracts, because they didn't have enough players to field a team, and three 10-day, I mean, three two-way guys. So imagine the Celtics going out there, and they had their regulars were Luke Kennard, and I forget who else, but imagine the Celtics going out there and starting like, not even it's not even Drew Holiday. It's basically starting like Sam Sam Hauser, uh, Peyton Pritchard. Uh, they're three two way guys, Jordan Walsh and the other guys, and 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 three random guys that they signed out of the G League. What would you expect to happen there? But those guys play hard. They didn't play well. They are they have no continuity. They have no chemistry. Uh, they had a lot of trouble shooting. They just don't shoot well. And they're in an environment that's, you know, hostile. This is a, a, a very kind of loud crowd. It's a, a difficult place to play when you're on the road. So they gave the Celtics a little bit of a run there in the second quarter. So credit to them for doing that as they, geez, what are they rolling about? It's as soon as I talk, they roll out the, like, the heaviest equipment. Anyway, uh, but the Celtics still were able to keep their focus they didn't let that run in the second quarter linger. Uh, 
They they came out. They extended the lead to twenty. They you know the third quarter was kind of even in the fourth quarter. They blew it open. So I'm going to take this as a very uh, just nice bounce back. Nothing special. Nothing to nothing to you know write home about. I'm not, I'm not crawling about it. It's just a nice bounce back after a very crappy game. Now you got to build on it. You got Atlanta, like I said, coming up on Wednesday. They got to practice on Tuesday. Have a good practice. Go out there against Atlanta. You know, a tough team to defend. You know, they they can score. Trey Young is obviously a potent scorer, so they'll have to go out there and play hard to win that game. But they should be able to handle that game. Keep building on this and put the sour taste of a crappy Lakers game behind you. Take this. Move forward. Enjoy the forty point win. Uh, I will get into more specifics, Jason Tatum and Kristaps Porzingis, uh, in just a second because I think I think there's some there's something there that they had to do and they have to continue to do if they're going to keep uh, any kind of role going. Today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn and LinkedIn Jobs. I know all about hiring. I used to be a hiring manager once upon a time. Uh, now I don't have to worry about that, but if I did, I'd be going to LinkedIn jobs because they have the tools to hire the right professionals, uh, get them on your team, uh, faster and for free. Look, we are watching Brad Stevens building this team and there's no LinkedIn jobs for an NBA GM, but for you, you have LinkedIn jobs. It's not just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion with a B professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Two and a half million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Today's show is also brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, I'm a big proponent of therapy. I know therapy can be very difficult. Uh, it's a daunting thing to say, I am going to start therapy for some people. And I know the process of going to find a therapist out uh, in an office somewhere can be difficult. It's limited. You're limited to somewhere within your area, but not with BetterHelp. BetterHelp is all done completely online, and you can get the benefits of therapy through them online. It's designed to be convenient. It's designed to be flexible, and it's designed to be done completely on your schedule. So uh, go check it out at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MBA. Therapy can be different for everyone. Uh, there's a lot of you know things that people are dealing with, uh, more than the Boston Celtics having good or bad games. Uh, it's important to get things off of your chest every once in a while, whether you just want to talk through a couple of things or maybe deal with something that's been lingering for a little bit longer. Entirely online, flexible, suited to your schedule, betterhelp.com slash NBA. The best part is if you do not click, you go to betterhelp.com slash NBA. You fill out a, a questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist. If you do not click with your therapist, you can switch at any time for no extra charge. It's free. 
find, you can get to the, the therapist that you want, that you work well with. And that's the most important thing when it comes to therapy. Betterhelp.com, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA. You can start your therapy journey today. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out Locked On Sports Today, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Put it on. Leave it on in the background. Leave it on. Listen to intelligent sports talk, not fake arguments where people take sides specifically to anger you. Why do people like that? I don't, but whatever. It's fine. Uh, but I like Locked On better, so make sure you're listening to Locked On Sports Today, the first ever 24-7 streaming sports channel on YouTube. This game changed when Kristaps Porzingis started getting aggressive around the rim. It was down to two. The Celtics went on something like an 11-2 run as part of a bigger uh, 20, what was that run? 20 to six uh, to end the second ha- second quarter. So about halfway through, they they went on that big run to to kind of break the game open. That was the turning point of the game. But when it got close, one thing that bothered me in this game was how often they got to the rim and kind of they did have a moment of like messing around. Like Porzingis got the ball, he was he was literally under the rim, but his back was to the rim. He could have just jumped and reverse dunked it, I thought, and he just still kicked it out. Like, buddy, you're right there. Sometimes you just got to turn and dunk on somebody. And I get it. It's the Grizzlies and, and all of that. And I think somewhere there in the beginning of the second quarter, they were going through like the, ah, we're here. Let's see if we can kick it out and, and get somebody some three pointers. I think they were specifically just saying we're, we're I don't want to go through the hard work of like, fighting through contact. I don't want to go through the hard work of uh, maybe drawing a foul and getting hit. Let me just kick it out and see if somebody can hit a shot. But that's not that's not where this game, like, that's not how you win a game like this. You have to win a game like this by being aggressive and playing the right way. And the Celtics, it did snap into place, and it snapped into place mostly because of Jason Tatum. This was like a business-like game from Tatum. He was hot from three. And he did take that one pull-up three in transition, which was, I mean, well, I'm getting into uh, honoring Marcus Smart in a moment, but there was no greater honor to Marcus Smart than Jason Tatum taking that audacious pull-up heat check three in transition. Uh, that was, I mean, he had lost control of the ball, so he didn't like wasn't going to drive past somebody. So he took the three and he made it. Okay, he made it. That was... A little nuts, uh, but he made it, and we're going to let it go. I don't like to uh, completely just go into, well, it went in, so I'm not going to talk about it. It was it, I didn't like the shot, but he was so whatever, whatever. I'm not going to belabor the point either. Tatum had a very good game, an aggressive game, but Porzingis uh, getting to the front of the rim, getting to the rim and finishing, he finished with 26 points. 10 of 17 shooting, 2 of 5 from 3, 4 of 5 from the line. Tatum, 34 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. Porzingis, 8 rebounds, 2 assists uh, there as well. So they combined for 60 points. Um, and look, the, the the bench ultimately in the fourth quarter had to score because they had no choice because they were the only players in the game. 
But this game was completely driven by the starters. And Tatum and Porzingis had to step up. Once they stopped messing around at the rim, things started to change. And they went on that 20 to 6 run. And all of a sudden, the game was a blowout. And that's, I didn't like some of the messing around. And that's why the lead got down to, the, to two. And I'm, I'm again, I'm not going to kill them so much for messing around a little bit. That's, it's almost impossible not to. Like, can we go through some of the names here that the the Grizzlies had out there? Uh, Trey Jemison, Jacob Gilliard, Tosan Evbomwan. I I don't even I didn't even know who this guy is. Uh, Scotty Pippen Jr. <laughs> I you know like okay yeah Matt Hurt. Like I didn't know any of these guys were on this team, and they they a few of these guys weren't. Um, Gigi Jackson has been playing pretty well, though he didn't shoot well in this game. David Roddy has had his moments. He's a big dude. That is a big dude. Uh, Trey Jemison is a big dude. But have you heard of half of these guys? No. Uh, Conchar didn't play. Santiel Dama didn't play. Uh, obviously, Smart is out. Uh, uh, Trey, uh, no, what am I talking about? Uh God, I am just totally – there's so many guys out, I completely forgot Forgot who's out. John Morant was out. Desmond Bain was out. Like, obviously, those main guys are out. It's – some of these guys – like, Matt Hurt doesn't even have a picture on, on the NBA.com thing. That's how deep into the weeds they have to had to go to just fill out a roster. So, with Porzingis getting aggressive, Tatum getting aggressive, they're able to pull through and get this win that's it that's enough the game honestly whoa man it sounded like somebody got shot down there <laughs> um the, this game was an afterthought the game almost didn't matter because marcus smart was back he talked to us before the game he was honored twice during the game i'll talk about that all in just a second Today's show brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book. It's our official sports book here at Locked On. And they're getting ready for Super Bowl Sunday, just like all of us are getting ready for Super Bowl Sunday. Get your seat on the couch, grab your favorite snacks, and place some super bets. Uh, super Bowl Sunday is like an event. Even if you're not even a huge football fan, like my wife, my wife's friend who doesn't watch sports they were making plans, and she's like, no, wait, this is Super Bowl Sunday. I can't make plans. Like, Super Bowl Sunday is an event for everybody. So have fun with that event. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end this football season with a W or two or three. You can bet on not only who's going to win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel has bets for things like which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. If you're new, if this is a, hey, this is a great time, Super Bowl is a great time to hop in and start betting on FanDuel. Join today. You get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. You can see it right there on the bottom of the screen. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And as I always say, the best part about what FanDuel does is they want you to have fun. They don't want you to uh, go overboard. They have tools for you to use to set your limits, 
set your budget, and have some fun. So you can go ahead and have fun while you gamble responsibly. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out Locked On NBA. Locked On NBA has got the whole league covered. I will be there on Wednesdays with Jake Madison covering the league. Go check that out. Subscribe. Swing by. It's a fun podcast. I have fun doing it. So would love to see you there. All right. This is the big story of the day. It's Marcus Smart. And, like, I wanted – normally I do the big story of the day at the beginning, but I wanted to talk basketball first uh, because – I don't know. Some people aren't Marcus Smart fans, and some of you, I know, don't care. You don't care that Smart was back. You don't care that he was honored. Fine. There's a few of you, and I think the thing that I I really got hammered home in this game is it's a vocal minority. There are people who do not like Marcus Smart. They hold a completely negative uh opinion of smart they don't like what he did when he was here so on and so forth whatever that's fine and if you want to turn off the podcast now because you don't want to hear it so be it okay but looking at this crowd hearing this crowd feeling this crowd it's so obvious that the people who don't like marcus smart are just few but loud The majority of fans in Boston, the majority of fans around here, the majority of Celtics fans love Marcus Smart. And, like, what's not to love about Marcus Smart in that he always went out there and worked hard. He always went out there and and tried to win the game. He was always out there giving his best, making those insane plays. I understand sometimes he went overboard. I get that. And I'm not arguing that. Uh, But he always went out there to try to win. So to see him come out in this game and obviously not playing, to feel basically 48 minutes of love from this crowd was amazing to watch. So the first time out, first of all, before the game, he came out onto the floor and fans who saw him cheered and you could see him waving to everybody. He got like a nice ovation before the game started. Then first time out comes and... People immediately, everybody knew, because it's a smart fan base. Like, everybody understands, first time out, he's going to get that tribute video. The video starts within half a second. Everybody starts standing up. The standing ovation starts before, the, the first clip is Adam Silver saying with the sixth pick in the NBA draft. Before his voice even starts, the standing ovation starts. So this wasn't just a polite crowd. This wasn't just a, hey, we got to cheer for Marcus Smart because we feel bad. This crowd was amped and ready to show him the love from the beginning. They showed the video. Smart's, you know, standing there taking it in. Jason Tatum is waving at the crowd to make more noise. All of the Celtics are standing there soaking it in because – most of those guys love Marcus Smart. I'm sure there's one or two that probably are like, eh, take it or leave it. But, well, you know, it's how it goes. But he was soaking it in. He put his head down for a minute, and I was like, he might pick his head back up, and there might be, like, tears streaming down. He held it together. But to see that big, huge evasion, and after the video played and after it all died down, big chant we love marcus 
like that was that was touching. That was great. And I was listening to the broadcast uh, on my laptop, and you know you could hear Mike Gorman kind of feel that emotion as well. And then second quarter. He's honored as one of the heroes among us, which they do every every game. They honor somebody within the community as as just a, a, one of the regular like heroes among us. And so every once in a while, that person is a bigger deal, like as a, as far as like an athlete or a celebrity, or whatever, or a politician. But most of the times, it's just you know somebody who's started a charity, saved a life, pulled somebody from a burning car, or something like that. Um, but today they honored they honored Marcus Smart. And that was another nice ovation because one of Marcus Smart's like lasting legacies in Boston is the work that he did in the community. You can say, listen, you can say what you want about Marcus Smart, the player. You can say he took too many shots. He, whatever, whatever you want to say about Marcus Smart, the player, you can say it. We can argue about it. I might disagree, but whatever. But you cannot say anything about Marcus Smart, the person. The person off the court, the person who was at pediatric cancer centers, the person who ran multiple charity events, who was always in the community, you cannot say something negative about that person. And if you do, you're wrong and you're a jerk. Okay? It's fine to have sports disagreements. That's fine. We can disagree on what Marcus Smart was as a basketball player. But what Marcus Smart was in Boston, in, in the community, unassailable. And that's why I think this second tribute was so touching and fitting. And I'm, like, upset that I didn't even think about it myself. Like, oh, they should honor him as one of the heroes among us. Like, that actually was a fantastic idea. And then afterwards, crowd, again, thank you, Marcus Chance. Um, we love Marcus Chance. Uh, a couple of, like, Mark is smart. Mark is smart chance. Like the the crowd really showed him an incredible amount of love. He talked to us before the game. It was good to see him before the game. Um, you know, he talked about a lot of the same stuff that was, you know, Boston's always gonna be a part of me. And I grew up here, you know, I became a man here, all of that stuff. Like that's you know, and, and that's all true. And he's taking this and he's going to Memphis. And, you know, I asked Taylor Jenkins, uh, Memphis, Memphis head coach, before the game about Marcus. And he was talking about, like, he puts his arm around all of these guys, talked to us for, like, 10 minutes before this game, getting us ready. And, like, he, he embraces Memphis. He embraces that new team. He dives in head first wherever he is. And that's, that's valuable. That's a valuable guy to have on the roster. Uh, it's a shame that Memphis is as decimated – as they are with injury, but I think he's going to have a, a great impact there. And, you know, hopefully they have a better season next year. And I don't know which gods they angered to have so many guys hurt, but it was good to see Marcus. I'm glad the crowd uh, was as, as embracing and loving as they were. It's exactly what he deserved. This Celtics crowd, these Celtics fans, guys say it after the game sometimes. Uh, this is one where I'm going to say it. This this fan base is just very smart, very on the ball. They understand. They get it. Um, the, the people in this building 
have a great sense of the moment and it's 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 incredible having been in many other arenas and many other buildings the the level of like basketball IQ and emotional IQ that this building tends to show is amazing and and this was perfect it was perfect because Marcus didn't play and one of the, one of the fears in this game would be like Marcus was so hyped up if he played they would have been diving for loose balls and like diving into the feet of Kristaps Porzingis and maybe somebody would have gotten hurt like this was such a perfect scenario to have Marcus like on the sidelines in a completely like nothing game like no emotion kind of game uh 40 point blowout no drama business like kind of like forgettable game where Marcus could be the center of attention soak up the crowd and he didn't get so caught up in the emotions of everything that he did something crazy on the court. And like the story of this game is like something completely different. So shout out to Marcus smart. Shout out to this crowd. That was a great moment. Great moments throughout. I'm very happy that I was in this building for that. I'll be back tomorrow. I'll be here all week for uh post game podcasts. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, uh, become an everyday or join me every Monday through Friday and bonus podcasts whenever they play on a Friday or Saturday night. So I will have, no one's giving you this kind of content. So make sure you're subscribed, watch the show on YouTube. And then I would love it if you shared the podcast, spread the word, tell your friends they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.